0: Hello and welcome to the 215 Workman's Podcast. My name is Brother Robert Rounds. I'm from KJB Wright Division Radio in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. This is the podcast of myself and Brother Landon Dunn, and we appreciate y'all being with us today to uh, hear this message that, that Brother Landon has for you. And we pray that it's a blessing to you and a help to you. We pray that it helps you learn to rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. All right, so uh, what Brother Landon is going to do is uh, he's going to uh, preach a little bit on OSAS. O-S-A-S. Once saved, always saved. All right, and that is what the Bible teaches. Once we are saved by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ and trusting his death, burial, and resurrection we are saved forever and there's nothing or nobody that can take our salvation away from us amen all right so without further ado here is brother landon
1: just for a few minutes we're going to look on the topic right here about once saved always saved amen now what got me thinking about this thought, well I was just I was sitting there thinking you know, years years ago, we had this uh, this Mexican or Hispanic, whichever whichever you prefer. He was a he was a Pentecostal, and he was at my job, and we went through this conversation, you know, talking about the Bible. You know, because we know with Pentecostals, you know, they if anybody's familiar with them, you know they they teach Jewish doctrine straight from the the ministry of Apostle Peter, or they take writings straight from Jesus' earthly ministry. And they try to take the, all those, and they try to physically apply them today in the church. Yeah, but we were talking right there about once saved, always saved, because I told him back then I was like, I believe, you know, that once you get saved, you're always saved. You know, being a good Pentecostal as he was, and I say that in a sense, you know, like, like you know, like like a good like a Bible believer. If he's a good Bible believer, you know, he believes every word of the Scriptures. Just like a good Baptist believes everything that a Baptist teaches, or, or in his case, a good Pentecostal believes all the good. He believes all the things that the Pentecostal Church teaches. Or like a Catholic, a good Catholic believes everything that the Catholic Church tells them. But when I was, but when we were talking, here's some of the, here's some of the things he told me. I just want to go through two things here. He told me first off. That's right here, number one. He told me, he said, you Baptist. And I'm going to highlight that in a parenthesis. He said, you Baptist. He said, you Baptist teach that you can sin. He said, said, you teach that you can sin and live any way that you want." And I told him, I was like, no. I said, I believe that I'm saved, but I don't teach that you can just live any old way that you want to. But that was his assumption. Did you say, well, what's your answer to that? Well, my answer was in Romans chapter six verses one through four. In Romans chapter six and verses one through four. It says right here it says, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Amen. Because you know he said, Oh you Baptists teach that you can sin and live any way that you want to because, you know, you're saved. Well, look what Paul says right here in verse 2 because, you know, we follow the Apostle Paul today for doctrine. That's
0: right.
1: He said, you know, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. He says, God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? You know, and that was, Paul was asking a question. He said, how how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? And he goes on, he says, Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into His death? And then verse 4, it says, Therefore we are buried with Him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, Even so, we also should walk in newness of life. Right. Amen. You know, yes, you know, we're saved today. We're we're saved by the shed blood of Jesus Christ. You know, that's my salvation. Anybody that's born again today in the church, during this church age, you're saved, you're born again by the shed blood of Jesus Christ. You know, we're, we're placing our faith and trust in what He did on the cross for our sins.
0: Yeah.
1: No, if a person's being obedient to the Lord, being obedient to His Scriptures, you're not, you're not, and we're not, I'm not, we're not going to teach that you can just, you can go out and live in sin. Oh, right. you're saved, so you're going to save any way that you want to. That's an unbiblical statement. You know, that's, that's not that's even right. biblical. Amen, brother. And sadly, you know, there is churches today that just, you know, they've compromised, you know, they've apostatized, you know, they went off into complete apostasy, and their they're members, they're living, in, they're living in, you know, any way they want to, you know, we're saved, but yet they're letting them live any way that they want to. We say, oh, no, you're being judgmental, you know, you're just, you're just assuming, assuming. Right? No, actually, I'm not assuming. Because I see it within people who go to certain churches, and then they come out into the world, and then you see them throughout their day-to-day, you know, they claim, well, well, I'm a Christian. I go to such and such church. But yet you see them acting the exact same way as the world and sometimes, some days, even worse. You know, and I'm not going to judge a person's salvation because, you know, the person's heart is between That's them right. and the Lord. The Lord yes. knows their heart and then the person, they know that if they're saved or not. That's right. So I'm not going to say, oh, because they're living like the world. They're not saved. Because, again, I don't I don't see the heart. I can't look in, inside of a person's heart and back and just look inside and say, oh, no, you're not saved. That heart's black.
0: Mm. Amen, brother. Amen.
1: I can't see. The Lord sees. The Lord knows. But just because the churches have gone off to do apostasy and they're letting their members go off and do teach any way. And then they're just living any way they want to. That doesn't justify the fact and the assumptions from the Pentecostals saying, well, you you Baptists. Y'all just teach that you can live in sin. You can live any way that you want to. No. The Scriptures do not teach today in the church age under the Apostle Paul that you can just go off and live in sin. That's Right. You know, either they the, either they go off into apostasy, or simply put, they're not teaching scriptures at all. It's either a compromised church or it's not a church at all. Because a true Bible believer comes to the scriptures, they come to the Word of God. Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. You no, know, Paul said no. You, you're not no. going to live in sin. You no, know, God saved you. Shall we continue yeah. in sin? The person is asking, you know, you we, you got to say, so are you going to... Is it okay if I live in sin? Can I just go off and do the same thing that my old man, my old fleshly nature did before before the Lord saved me? No. Is it okay to do that now that I'm saved? No. Well, Paul, he continues straight on. No. God forbid. No. It's on, not brother. right. You can't do that. You say, well, why Amen. not? Verse four. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism unto death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Not every Christian today is going to walk in the newness of life. Right. No, nope. the Lord saved us that we should that we should. Walk after him. We should walk after the new man. We should, but sadly, not all Christians today are walking in the newness of life. They're still walking right. in the old man. You know, they're still walking after the first man. You know that that sinful carnal fleshly man. That's not right. But you know, that's the key word right there. We also. Should walk after the newness of life. Should, but sadly, you know, most Christians say they're not. You know that's sad. But back in response, you know, to the Pentecostals, you know, you know, why are they saying this? Why? Well, Why believe? First of all, it's because because they are teaching Jewish doctrine. Amen. Jewish doctrine. And not, only, and not only are they teaching Jewish doctrine, because, you know, whenever Jesus preached in his earthly ministry, if you remember back through any of the other videos, Jesus came preaching to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He came preaching Amen. to his own people, the nation of Israel. Yes, he did. You know, are are we Jews today? No. You no, know, if a person hasn't come to Christ, is he a Jew? No. In the Bible, if you remember once more, if you remember, you know, in the past videos, a person is one of three. He's either number one, and he's a Jew, or if he's not a Jew, he's a Gentile. You know, that's, that's the unsaved world. They're either one of two: they're a Jew or they're a Gentile. But once one of the one, uh, either one of the two gets saved, they get put into the body of Christ, making up that number three. So there's technically there's only three classes of people within the lost world. Jew, Gentile, and if they get saved, is one ones who get saved, they get put into the body of Christ. Amen. And also, well, actually, let's race this once more. And another thing, I believe that they are going into a different dispensation In this, different, in, this, in this other dispensation, it's where they have to. They have to, number one, and I'm going to put this in parentheses, live. They have to live right. And they also have to live holy. And also they have to do you know this is according to the law. Right. According to the law. Law of Moses. Instead of number two. Galatians two twenty. let's look at Galatians two twenty and see what that says. In Galatians chapter two and verse twenty, because they teach that you have to, and when they go to the different dispensation, they teach that you got to live right and holy and do according to the law. Instead of right here in verse twenty, where where Paul says, "I am crucified with Christ; nevertheless, I live, yet not I," because you know under the law is. The person that is something that they have to do, they must work, they must do, in order that they may live. You know, it's all about they, them, what they have to do. It says, Nevertheless I live, yet not I. And here's and here's the reason and you know the contrast. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God, who led me and gave Himself for me. So, in Galatians chapter two and verse twenty, in Galatians two twenty, it's. The life which I now live I now live You know in the flesh, you know, in this carnal flesh the flesh Paul says I live I live by by the faith of the Son of God. Capital, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, Son of God. And see, that's the difference. It's all the life, life which I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith. I live by the faith of the Son of God. It's all about Him inside of us. You know, we're not living it, this life according to ourselves. We're living it by Christ inside of us. It's about Him in us that's the difference they' they're trusting in what they're doing and we're living our life by faith Paul said for today he said for we walk by faith and not by sight we live we live this life today by the faith of the Son of God we live it by Jesus Christ so you know it's completely different. You know, there's something else that the Pentecostals, uh, you know, like another encounter that I've had with Pentecostals, with the with the Mexican uh, Pentecostal. He told me, he said, "We believe if you don't endure, you know, and that's according to you know Matthew." 24:13 He said we believe if you don't endure or or if and look at this and this is what this is exactly how he told me. He said we believe if you don't endure or if you sin then you lose your salvation. Wow. You say, well, what was your answer in response to that? Well, clearly, my answer just, you know, just right off of instinct, you know, for reading the scriptures. You know, my answer came from Ephesians, Ephesians chapter one, and I gave him verse thirteen, Ephesians one thirteen. You yep. know, it says, you know, for whom you, in whom you also trusted after that she heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, the Lord Jesus Christ, First Corinthians 15, 1-4, and whom also after that she believed, Paul said you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, what a capital S, yeah. talking about Jesus Christ, talking about His Holy Spirit be put inside of you by faith. But we'll look at Ephesians 1, verses 11-14. to Ephesians one verses eleven to fourteen says in whom also we have obtained an inheritance being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ. Verse 13 says in whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation and whom, in whom also after that ye believed ye were sealed with that holy spirit of promise which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory so you when we first trusted, you know, in the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, He sealed us with His Holy Spirit. That's right, brother. You know, they're they're going over to Matthew twenty four, verse thirteen, you know, where Jesus told, you know, His disciples, tell it, talking to the Jews, talking to Israel. You know, that if you endure to the end, for you know, the same shall be saved. Well, Paul turns around, right in contrast to Jesus talking to disciples, because Jesus, in, in fact, was talking to his disciples. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Well, Paul says today that we today are saved. There's no enduring unto the end. There's there's no work except on our part. You know Ephesians two eight nine. You know for by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. You know there's nothing about you 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 in it. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Now today, we trusted in Christ. Paul says, No in whom ye also trusted, you know after that ye he heard the word of truth, you know the gospel of your salvation, First Corinthians fifteen one through 4 how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. You know, and whom also that you believed, you know, you believed it, you know, by faith from the heart. You know, you believed the gospel by faith. Paul said, did Paul say, well, you must, you know, but he that shall endure, the same shall be saved. You know, Paul never said that. But, you know, on the contrary, Paul says, after hearing the, you know, after hearing the word, the gospel of your salvation, he said, you know, and this is present tense. He said, "Ye were sealed, right, with that Holy Spirit of promise." You know, today we are saved. We're not waiting to be saved. We're not looking to be saved. The moment that we trust Christ from the heart, from that very moment, right then and there. We are saved. We're not having to work until the end of this.
0: That's
1: right. Or working to the, until the end of that. You know, we're not in the tribulation period. We're not enduring until the end of the tribulation that we may be saved.
0: Amen, brother.
1: Bring you know, we're it. not f- putting up with this life, and then oh, about a situation that came in my life. You know, I just, you know, I got so frustrated. I just, I actually said a curse word, or you know, somebody got on my nerves, so I just. Flipped out and lost it and then got in my flesh and, oh, I just lost my salvation because I fell in the sin. No, you know, if a Pentecostal truly got saved, and I say truly got saved because I'm not looking at the Calvinist point or you know anybody like that where they say, well, a real Christian. You no, know, if a person truly got saved according to the scriptures, if it's according to the scriptures, then you then you you can't help but see we're saved now. Yes. But you but you ask, well Well, why are they saying this, you know, Matthew twenty four thirteen, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Well, again, it's because they're going to a Jewish doctrine, it's a Jewish message that they're going to for Jews. Because when Jesus came he said, But I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. They're going to a Jewish message with Jesus saying he only went to the Jews, and they're trying to take that. Oh I'm a oh, Jesus was talking to me. So because he's talking to me, I have to adore unto the end. Matthew twenty four thirteen. That uh, that applies to me. No, that that was a complete Jewish message where Jesus only went to the Jews, physically telling them doctrine, and they're trying to force that doctrine under his under, under his earthly ministry, still under the law, because Paul said that he was, you know, born under the law talking about Jesus Christ. So until he died on the cross, you know, if you read it over the book of Hebrews chapter nine, until Jesus died on the cross. This message right here of Matthew 24 13. That's still a Jewish message mm. under the law of Moses. Yes. Jesus' death on the cross, where he died and shed his blood. It wasn't until after that point, after he died, that that it started the New Testament. You know, for where a testament is, there must also necessity be the death of a testator. Yes. Jesus Christ is that testator. Amen. He's my testator. If you're born again by His shed blood, He's your testator. He died and shed His blood yes. to save you. Amen. And by faith, you're sealed. You place your faith and trust in Him and whom you also trusted after that she heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and whom also after that she believed. You were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. They're not coming so as the Book of Hebrews says, you know, a better testament. They're saying under that Old Testament, you know, they're saying under that physical yes. Old Testament sacrifices. Yes, they may not be physically, you know, trying to, you know, shed the blood of animals, bulls, goats. You know, they may not be physically trying to do them old sacrifices, but they're taking the doctrine from that Old Testament of that Old Testament time. Yep. they're taking that old Jewish doctrine that was under the law, and they're saying, well, that's to us. That's today. We have to keep. We have to do. If we don't do this until the end, oh, we we just we lost our salvation. Oh, I'm sorry. I just got saved 150 times because I, I sinned again." It's just amazing, you know, the failure of right division, or the lack of the lack of, I should say, according, you know, to trying to apply Matthew twenty four thirteen to your life instead of Ephesians one thirteen, mm-hmm. trusting Christ shed blood for my sins, because right. He said that, that that He'll save me, and then I'm sealed. They're looking for something that they have to do in order that they may. If they keep that they may be saved, and you know, they teach that they have to keep. You know, under the law, Moses a person had to keep and do that he may live. They're trusting in the old testament law. mm mm-hmm. And just like the you know, the you know the seventh day adventists, you know, they teach they're under the law. You know, of course, they're not going to say, well, we keep everything according to the law. Because then they'd be, they would be found liars. They would be, they would be found hypocrites. Yes. But the, just like they, they have a pick and choose method. They they pick a little bit here and they, they apply that to themselves. And mm-hmm. other parts over here, you know, mm-hmm. they just leave that off. Because, you know, if we try to keep everything according to the law... And, you know, and there's some things, you know, we we can't do that. So if the world sees us and they see that we can't do it all, they're going to say that we're liars. So -hmm. we're just going to pick up bits and pieces of here and there of what we want to try to keep and what we want to try to do. Mm. Kind of like, oh, I'm an apostle. But, you know, all of the sign gifts that God gave to his Jewish apostles, the disciples, they had signs and wonders. They right. heal the sick, they cleanse the lepers, they raise the dead. You no, know, you know it said if they drink any daily thing, it shall not harm them. You know, they cast out devils. You know, there was there was signs and wonders that the that the apostles did. But your modern day Pentecostals, you know, they, they take about half of those. They don't drink the daily poison, they can't raise the dead. Oh, they put their hands on you. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, bro. No, the main thing that they want to do, they want to lay their hands on you and heal you of certain of illnesses that's only on the inside. Nobody can see. It's always something that nobody can see that you're supposedly healed of. Mm-hmm. Or as i personally seen, you know, growing up in the Pentecostal church, like my cousin came in, you know, and it was a family Pentecostal church anyway, but my first cousin came in and she was sitting there and I think, if I remember correctly, I think he said she had like, I think it's like seven, seven different, he said she had seven devils inside of her. And he's like, told her to come up, put his hands on her. Oh, I cast all these devils out of you. He didn't cast anything out of her. And you say, why? Well, because that was a Jewish message to the Jews. Right. Yep. 1 Corinthians 22 Paul said, For the Jews require a sign. And what those were, those were signs. That was for a Jews. Well, my dad's cousin was the pastor of that church. He's a Gentile. My cousin, she's a Gentile. you got a Gentile going to a Gentile, supposedly casting out signs doing signs and wonders, casting out devils. It's like, what are you doing? You know, that was a Jewish message, Jews to Jews. Right. You can't do that today. And if it, if it doesn't work, well, the, the popular claim, well, he didn't have enough faith, she didn't have enough faith. Well, the signs happened, not because of faith. Signs were happening, so because they did it, Regardless if a person had faith or not, what 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 about the person that they raised from the dead? How can a dead person have faith? Because you remember on the book of James, you know, more Jewish doctrine to Jews. You Note know, chapter one, verse one to the twelve tribes scattered abroad. Jewish doctrine.
0: Mm-hmm. When well,
1: there it says, "Faith without works is dead." Right. You know, for Jewish doctrine. Yeah. How can a dead person have faith? Because faith without works is dead. Well, they're physically dead. How can they have faith? They can't work. They're dead. Yes. Oh, but the apostles, they raised a person from the dead. Come on, bro. They didn't cast out anything. Well, another reason I believe... You know why they're saying this? You know, it's because you know today Paul is our apostle. Romans eleven thirteen. Because in Romans eleven thirteen, Paul said. For I speak to you Gentiles, and as much as I am the apostle of the Gentiles, I magnify mine office. They're not coming to the apostle Paul. They're staying under Jesus' earthly ministry. They're staying under the apostles' ministry. You know, the first part of apostles' ministry, when it was still Old Testament to the law sheep. And they're also taking messages, you know, Acts chapter 2, the second part of the apostles' ministry, Whenever they're going to Jews throughout the whole world. They're staying with Jewish doctrine, Jewish message to Jews.
0: Right.
1: They're not coming to the apostle Paul for their doctrine today. Because if they did, then they would come to the shed blood on the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, trusting by faith in his shed blood. You know, Romans 3.25, for their sins, you know, and then they did that by faith, not by their works, they come to the cross by faith. Ephesians 1, 13. They would be sealed. Yes, sir. And it's not them sealing it. They can't seal the Holy Spirit inside of them. The moment that you put, put, place your faith and trust in the Lord today, the Lord, He's the one that seals the Spirit inside of you. You don't seal the Holy Spirit inside of you. So, because if you sealed the Holy Spirit inside of you, then it would be by by what you do. It would be by your works, right? And I mean, if it's by your works, then it's not by the gospel. You know that just nullifies the gospel to where it's of no effect. Paul said, making the gospel of no none effect. You know, they're not coming to the Apostle Paul today. So, you know, the question, once they have always say, you know, the question, you know, is it Matthew 24, 13? Jewish message, you know, Jewish doctrine? Jews to Jews? Or coming to Ephesians 1, 13? You know, Paul's speaking to the Gentiles, but if you know, unlike you know, the, the hyper-dispensationalists, Paul went to the Jews as well. I mean, yeah, there were several places, you know, where I, henceforth I go I go no longer to the Jews, but I go on and go to the Gentiles. I mean, yes, he, he said that twice. And eventually, you know, he did because God temporarily put put the nation of Israel on hold. But individually, Jews today are still getting saved. But yeah. the whole message for the Jewish nation as a whole, God's not dealing with them with signs and wonders. Today, if a person is going to get saved, whether they be Jew or Gentile, they're going to come by trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ, placing their their faith and trust in what He did for their sins. So once saved, always saved? Yes, I mean, if they're going to come to the right apostle for the right message for today... Then yes, once they'd always say it is one hundred percent biblical. The reason they don't believe that it's biblical is because they're they're following the wrong apostle. I mean, they're following what Jesus said to his to his disciples in Matthew twenty four. You know, in the Pentecostal church, their 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 foundation of their whole denomination is it's in Acts chapter two. Off the Apostle Peter's, you know, his last, the second part of the Apostle's ministry. was more, Jews to Jews. Oh no, that's message for today. No, it's not. Read Acts chapter 2 in its context. No, they're not going to read it in its context. Because they isolate verses. They're not going to read it in its full. If they right. did that, it would... It would just completely take it, tear down you know, their whole denomination teaching. Because in Acts chapter 2, it's Jews going to Jews. The apostles were going... they were. How Remember how here we every man in our own tongue, and wherein we were born? And then you, you read on down in the chapter, they were going to Jews... So do I believe once they always saved? Yes, I believe it then and I still believe it today. Amen. I still believe you... it until the day that the Lord takes me home. Amen, brother. Amen. It just depends on what apostle you're following. But if you want to be biblically right, you'll come right over to the message that God gave to the apostle Paul for today, for the church.
0: Amen. Amen, brother Landon. Thank you so very much uh, for for this message on once saved, always saved. Um, you know, brother Landon mentioned Galatians two twenty, and uh, and so I want to uh, go back there and and read that verse to you again. It says, um, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. You know. But Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, I was, uh, I was looking in, in uh, my Ruckman reference Bible, and uh, he has a, a quote uh, for um, Galatians 2.20. And um, he says, Someone has said, a Christian worker is good, a worker in Christ is better, but the best of all is Christ in a worker doing the living. Amen. So we should be allowing Christ to do the living inside of us. Amen. You know, this Christian life is, is all about Christ. It's not us. Amen. Now, um, Ephesians 1, 13, let's go there. Uh, Brother Landon mentioned this verse also. Ephesians 1, 13. Now let's read 12 also, that we should be to the praise of his, glo- his glory, who first trusted in Christ, in whom ye also trusted after that you he heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and whom also after that you believed ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. So notice that, you know, you hear the word of truth, you, you hear the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, found in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 to 4. You hear it, you believe it, you trust it, and you're sealed. Now, I have heard a pastor uh, in the States one time uh, say that that seal is like a seal on on an envelope, and it can be broken. But if you go to Ephesians 4.30, look at this. Ephesians 4, verse 30 And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. The day of redemption is the rapture. The rapture of the church. That will take place before the seven year tribulation period happens. Alright, so there is nothing or nobody that can take away our salvation from us. You know, and we do not teach that it is okay to live our lives that the way that we want to, because you know, we're we're saved, you know, and and we're sealed, we're forgiven of all sin, past, present, and future. But the apostle Paul says, Should we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. No. We should always strive to live a life that's pleasing to the Lord. Amen. Live by the King James Bible. And what the Lord wants us to do through this King James Bible. It must be rightly divided as per 2 Timothy 2.15 because... Jewish doctrine is not church doctrine and church doctrine is not Jewish doctrine. So what is for you? Our church doctrine comes from the Pauline epistles, Romans through Philemon. But we can get we can get doctrines from other books, but we have to bounce that off of what the apostle Paul says. And if it doesn't match what the Apostle Paul says, then we throw it out. It's not for us. All right, look at look at uh, 1 Corinthians 11, verse 1. 1 Corinthians 11, verse 1. The Apostle Paul says, be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. We follow Christ by following the Apostle Paul in this church age. Know us also followers, not imitators. We don't want to imitate. Why? Because an imitation is a fake. And we do not want to be fake Christians. Amen. So let's be followers of the Apostle Paul. As he is a follower of Christ. Amen. Alright. We'll go ahead and stop right there. Thank you so very much for being with us today. Uh, Thank you for your prayers for us. Our families our ministries. Uh, Please continue to pray for this podcast that the Lord will continue to use it mightily for his glory. And also, if you have any prayer requests, please let us know. You know, you can go to our Facebook pages, uh, our uh, radio websites, um, YouTube, whatever the case may be, and just let us know. And rest assured, we will pray for you. Amen. All right. Thank you so very much. Until next time, God bless you.